mean like i've been meaning to ask as far as like for your artwork i know you've been doing like either like a lot of either things that are either like vulgar or provocative either like a lot of nudity is there like a certain um is there like a reason for that or is it just a style that you've kind of like picked up i mean i wouldn't necessarily say it's a style but it's more of like I like to just say that my art is like an extension of my personality, of my my thoughts, like like it's a lot of intrusive thoughts, you know? And like I feel like the best way to deal with that is to just like put it out and like whether it be like like uh when I'm when I'm working, when I'm like in my studio and shit, um I don't really plan out a piece. I just like I just draw and I get to it or whatever, but most of the time I'm like writing so like i just write my thoughts or like if i fuck with a song lyric i write it mm -hmm. write it down um because most of the time i i create to that mm -hmm. so like um i mean if you were to go through my portfolio you would see like most of the titles are song lyrics mm -hmm. and um what song lyrics do it's like there's a lot of imagery in that so um i like to just like form my own pictures i guess mm -hmm. or use um what I know about the artist, like that wrote the like the a certain expression for that. Yeah. So so whatever they were feeling, I kind of like bounce off of it or just like come up with symbols for like the concept shit like that. So I mean, I just like I just like to see that shit too. Like mm -hmm. um, I like vulgar stuff. Like I I I cuss a lot. Mm -hmm. That's just like how I express myself. Um, I like to have sex like mm -hmm. it's just like it's a part of me you know what i'm saying so it's just like and a lot of people like it's like a weird curiosity that they have well i wouldn't say weird but it it's definitely a curiosity that they have so it's like if they see my piece they're like what the fuck like mm -hmm. and then they just look at it a little bit more and they're do like, you get a kick out of the what the fuck factor or um not not necessarily a kick but i just like that they're intrigued by it because mm -hmm. it's something out of the norm but it's very human, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. bro, everyone fucks, everyone, like, mm -hmm. it, it's like human nature, you know? I know some pieces are like that, but I know some pieces aren't. Um, it, I know there are maybe, like, some other uh, pieces that you've done where it's, um, uh, where there has either people that had either have been drunk or, like, uh, pictures of, I'm not too sure if you have, like, names for these characters, mm -hmm. um, but, like, Oh, what's your obsession with like these gremlins or you know, these gargoyles? <laughs> um, uh, I guess it's just like, like, are you like a big person who's really like into like scary movies or yeah, in that factor? Yeah. So I like, I like creatures. Like, like my imagination runs wild all the time. Like, um, so I like seeing things that are like very exaggerated mm -hmm. and like, I feel like that's what makes things like monsterized or, creature-esque whatever um so that's what i like doing like like there's some pieces that have like just big ass ears and that like makes them look like a goblin but there's also a lot of some like symbolic meanings behind it like um there's this piece i have uh yeah and it's like um uh, it's a little green cactus goblin is what i'd call it um unofficially but it's like um it's a cactus ghoul so it's meant to be symbolic for um a, an alien so i come from mexico um but i was raised here so mm -hmm. there's like a lot of like um, do you think it's like a it shows like a lot of like chicano values almost yeah yeah so like that's kind of what i'm getting at it's like it's hard to be 
Mexican American, at least for me, because I'm I'm more American than I am Mexican. But I'm from over there, and I practice the culture and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of like um, the title just directly translates to I'm not from here or over there. So it's like it's kind of like it's kind of hard to identify. You know what I'm saying? I really like agree with that. Like I feel like at least here, a lot of people are very confused about their identity, mm-hmm. um, and it just creates this like question mark on even ourselves yeah. or we don't know if maybe we're too mexican enough or let's say our tongue is uh like accent in a certain way yeah. or we can't either be too american or too mexican either yeah so like you go up north and like you're around a bunch of like white people like you stand out mm-hmm. but if you go to mexico like um i don't know how fluent you are in spanish but like spanish was my first language but it's already going you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like I, I speak more english than anything so I'll stand out over there too, you know, so it's kind of like the middle ground, the gray area is here. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's kind of what the piece um, speaks on. So it's like a cactus to be like, I didn't have my papers till I was 13, bro. Like I was living here without papers and shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I would have gotten like deported, I would have been in a, in a country that I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, I wasn't raised over there or anything. So it's like the cactus is like, um, he's green for the cactus and shit. It's like a symbol for Mexico and also mm-hmm. like an illegal alien, whatever the fuck they want to call it. Um, so yeah, it's just like a little conversational mm-hmm. piece, I'd say. Before you started doing our, I, I'm sure everybody has like a, a wave where they started or a person they've known. Mm-hmm. Did you get, did you happen to have like inspiration from like a person or did you meet somebody who really like pushed you towards that passion? Give the credit to my dad. Like he, um, he was an actor in Mexico, so like oh shit, really? yeah. So and his dad was like a, an actor, like a comedian too, and like they were both musicians. So like they were well known in Mexico, and like growing up, um, I would move around a lot because of my dad. So like his line of work required a lot of travel, and um, I just fell in love with it, bro. Like just uh, creating and like being passionate for the for the arts and shit it might be a different medium but it's still like Mm. the arts you know so he pretty much just like um what he taught me like the biggest lesson was like to always just do what you're passionate about and Mm -hmm. like um he would like see my little drawings like when i was like six or seven they were shitty but he thought they were cool like they were Mm -hmm. intriguing and he he went to school for architecture um in mexico so he knew how to draw he would like teach me sometimes mm-hmm. um yeah i feel like anybody anybody that really has like a creative like factor or like a person in their life i think it kind of helps um i built i guess built new ideas and not really to be afraid of like what passion or like route you want to go to because mm-hmm. i feel like either with any type of like artist or um any person who does like a lot of creative stuff uh at least with their kids they're like okay uh, when i grow up i know my kid wants is going to want to do x y and z so mm-hmm. i'm going to let them do whatever um but i feel like it's different when there's um you know parents who done you know like uh like worked at a school for x years yeah and it's kind of like oh, okay well my son's gonna do stem yeah for sure yeah um i wouldn't say that he pushed it on me but he definitely like let me do what i wanted to do or mm-hmm. like made it known that i can do what i want to do and like i i was pretty much raised by my mom and she she was the same like she Mm -hmm. she understood like that people are born passionate for shit and like you can't stop it so Mm -hmm. like she's been super supportive of it like like she's never like put me down at all she's never like discouraged me anything like that it's always been like support from day one Mm -hmm. 
And um, even when I thought that I wanted to do STEM, um, I, I knew I wasn't uh, happy, but I felt like I needed to like, um, like I owed that to my mom just like to go to school and like mm-hmm. have like some job that pays like that and shit. But mm-hmm. um, has that conversation kind of like uh, switched over either with yourself or even with your parents? Because um, I know at least for me, like my parents were like, oh, why? I'm like, well, why the fuck are you going to do art? Yeah. You know, I feel like that's every person's question. And, um, you know, I, I think now, at least now, like in this world, I think we need a lot more creative people. Um, whether it be like people who do like new InDesigns or like new product development and stuff like that, I think there needs to be like a new, a new like wave of that. Yeah, there's definitely a wave coming up for like uh, for UI user experience. So mm-hmm. like the interface of a bunch of things needs to be updated, and uh, we need to accommodate for a lot more things like people with disabilities, um, gender neutral people. Like um, there's a lot of like. Um, things that are just um i guess um catered to male female white like like that it's very like it's very like polarizing yeah exactly so there's a lot that needs to be filled in and like that's where we come in people that are are just learning and they 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 got to provide you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but yeah like going back to like that conversation Mm -hmm. with my parents like when i told my mom that i was switching majors she was like yeah i always knew you wanted to do art like and she was like, just make sure that you can eat, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's my prerogative. As far as, like, I know you've been doing, like, either, like, different types of, like, art shows. And um, you've, I know you've worked with, like, different people. Uh, is there, like, something that you've learned along the way? Or is it, what well, I guess, best question would be, like, what is the biggest thing you've learned while pursuing art? Whether it be, you know, either somebody scammed you or, you know, you've learned to adjust either like your prices on your work or even like how you value your work. Like, was there any like, um, things you've changed or different perspectives you looked at? For sure. Um, I always like tell myself not to sell myself short. So like if I'm pricing my work at what I think it's worth, someone's going to buy it because they, they think it's worth the same, you know, or more. Mm -hmm. They probably think it's under underpriced and shit. So it's um there's always going to be doubt but you need to find it in yourself to like get rid of that shit because that's what's holding you back and also like the biggest thing i've learned is to always like hold your end of the deal and Mm -hmm. like if you if you hold your end of the deal like whether it be doing a show or a commission or anything like that it's like you're always in the clear bro because like um it's hard to work with people, you know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. like, they, it's a different mind. It's a, Like, sometimes mm-hmm. they're not on the same page as you and shit. Yeah. So it's, like, um, as long as you hold on, hold up your end of the deal, like, you're good. And, like, like obviously try to, like, make things work and shit. But a lot of the times people are, like, their work ethic kind of fucks shit up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, you always have to, like, remain solid. And if you, like, if you have a job to do, you got to, like, complete it and do it and go through with it. Mm-hmm. I guess a big factor is like people, I, I'm pretty sure most artists self-doubt themselves. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really like owning who you are and like what your pieces represent and like, you know, like stand up for whatever fucking price you really want. Yeah. Cause I mean, you're really the person who's really benefiting out of it. Yeah. You know, well, why make it cheap for somebody who thinks it's cheaper? Yeah. You know, exactly. And like, I'd like to add to that too. It's like, 
if you're creating work um ideally you want to get paid for it because this is your job this is your livelihood mm -hmm. so it's like why why would i ever go back to being a fucking server or a cashier somewhere mm -hmm. and it's like if this is my calling this is what i think i'm here for i'm not gonna waste my time like making minimum wage if i can like make some good bread off something that i put actual work into and like love and feelings into it like and that makes someone else happy like mm -hmm. that's a win for everyone you know mm -hmm. so like i don't i don't think it's wrong to like um make some money or, or or find a way to like make some money off your art you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like it's a good thing that's that's a really good thing and i i know as far as like art goes did you uh did you happen to have like other passions in life besides art or before you started thinking about art um like i know for me it was like being a, like a fucking either astronaut or fucking something else but did you ever have anything else like maybe like a firefighter or any other job that you'd either consider pursuing before um honestly man like it's always been art for me but i've been really interested in cooking like oh shit really like, yeah so like Dope. I feel like cooking is is like the the base of a culture, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. like if you want to learn about a culture, you travel somewhere and eat their food and like you'll learn a lot because when people eat um everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. <laughs> everyone's around, everyone's speaking, you know what I'm uh -huh. saying? So like you hear people's stories, their experiences, all that shit. So and like you you try different shit, you expand your palate and like I always love that, you know? I guess we could shift to like a different conversation. Um, I know in regards to like social media, I, I know it's like a like a big topic as far as like creative spaces, or at least where people can actually um, at least grow their either community or people that they actually like fuck with. Um, uh, do you think like social media has either like hindered art in a sense, or do you think it's actually helped? I feel like it has helped, but it also hindered because. A lot of people think that success is 50k followers mm -hmm. but that's not what that's not what it is bro like because you can use it as a tool mm -hmm. you can use it for networking which is um like if i can give any advice that's what you need to be doing and um focus on networking more than putting out content because mm -hmm. it's not content it's like it's artwork like if you're serious about it it's artwork and it's it's pieces that people can come see mm -hmm. um at your future galleries um solo shows all that shit and um i feel like it's hindered because people think that um the more followers they get the more popping they are all that shit but mm -hmm. if you really put it into perspective like um it's just people on twitter like and most of, most of them aren't well versed in art like most of them aren't educated mm -hmm. um like a collector would be so if you if you're networking you find a collector in fucking houston you can have like um you can have him or you can have them buy a piece and they most likely have connections to have a gallery out there and if mm -hmm. you have a gallery in fucking houston bro like it's insane. shits are like, huge bro i feel like i think i've been to like a couple like art installations there and um i think i went there during like pride month uh i think in like 2019 2020 ish Oh, that was really nice. Um, they had just these big installations, you know, but I think that's kind of like everyone's goal on that. Yeah. Um, and I guess for, I, I know social media is kind of like this double-edged sword. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, uh, of course, like the follower account, I feel like everybody that does like R is very like, oh, fuck, like I have to fucking meet a quota or I have to, I want to have 
xyz amount of followers and you know like for me like i won't fucking lie to myself i would love that at least to at least to start that process but you know i feel like with that it comes with either like stress and just kind (laughs) of you know like these all these new opportunities pop up but i feel that it would just bring a lot more stress on like what you're putting out next yeah i'm the same way man like i'm talking my shit but like ideally yeah like a lot of followers is dope because that in itself is um opening up opportunities and shit like that you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and you're right about the stress it's like the the bigger following you get the more you you stress about like like um you think too much about the piece and it's not as natural or raw as like as when you had 200 followers and like Mm -hmm. you're just doing your own thing you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i feel like instagram really started moving out of like the user base i think they really just wanted to do like ads at this point Because anytime I like a go on my feed, it's really just like ad space, ad space, ad space after maybe like every like one or two yeah. posts. Um, but I know I've realized that a lot of like these social media giants are really moving into like TikTok or like that <laughs> space. Yeah. Um, so they want to kind of create their own platform for that. So I'm not too sure if artists really have to kind of like, I mean, we can't lie to ourselves. I mean, like at, at this point, this algorithm, ha- you have to be posting almost like every day yeah or every other day at least to be relevant yeah or at least like interact with your followers at most it's very much that bro and it's it's kind of trash because of the censorship too mm-hmm. um and you're right like instagram is like leaning way more towards like the shopping and all mm-hmm. that shit and uh, I, I, I i i think that's why you can't have like nudity yeah. on like stories and stuff because i think if your stories follow up with an ad after it's like what the fuck (laughs) yeah i got i got um i got striked twice for posting a piece and it's like not even anatomically correct was it like uh which piece was it it's like the yellow piece where it's like uh two figures having sex and the other one's like eating out the other one (laughs) yeah Yeah. i I saw i think i saw that on your story uh but damn like even out of a drawing they just like blocked it fuck (laughs) yeah so it it discouraged me from even fucking posting on Instagram anymore. And I was just like, man, fuck this. Like most of my shit is nude or like some of it can, people might say it's violent, mm-hmm. but it's just very, I feel like it's very raw. It's very like what goes on in my head isn't like meant to be censored. So when I put it out, I don't like that it's censored because it takes away from like the whole piece. Like I had to send, like when I posted it, mm-hmm. I put like black bars all over it and it looks like shit. And that's, that's like on the original post. Yeah. For, I guess for the, for the art that you're doing right now, would you see yourself either like going into like either, you know, like education as like an art teacher or uh, how, how did you want, or did you go want to go more into like freelancing and stuff like that? Um, I definitely want to be a gallery artist. Like, I don't want to teach because I can't teach. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I can barely teach myself, like, and I can barely sit through a lecture. So I don't want to do that. And freelancing, it's like, it's dope, but it's, I feel like the best experiences I've had was from doing original work and not like something that's catered towards a customer. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like for a commission. Um, I feel like those are like 10 times harder. Yeah. Because I feel like it's very, like, back and forth. Yeah. Because, I mean, even I feel like even right now, like, currently I'm doing, like, a piece or commission work right now. And it's very, like, very, like, back and forth. So it's kind of, like, I have to be, like, do I do my own work or do I put on my fucking attention on this? Yeah. Um, but. It's tough. Yeah. It's really hard to, like, manage at least, like, a lot of pieces. 
um but so you want to kind of like create your own gallery yeah so i like i want to be a collector i want to have like and that's that's a partly why i price my shit high Mm -hmm. because i want to be in those spaces to also collect and like have my own private gallery and shit like that and um i mean it's very ambitious because it's like i'm talking about being a working artist traveling artist in galleries like throughout Mm. the u.s europe south america shit like that um and if you think about it it's like it's a lot of original work Mm -hmm. in one lifetime um but i mean that doesn't discourage me because like whether i'm broke or whether i'm rich like i'm gonna keep creating like Mm -hmm. like i have my whole life so um that's where i want to be i want to be in Mm -hmm. those spaces with with uh people that Mm -hmm. appreciate art for real like twitter twitter fucking sucks bro because it's like you'll have like a bunch of like white high school kids hyping up like the most mediocre piece uh, you know what i'm talking yeah, about yeah, yeah. so it's like and you're like why the fuck does this have 15k likes and mm-hmm. like 20k but, retweets but like i feel like i don't know man i feel like people can be angry about shit like that because like i i they should be I, I don't know this mentality where it's like um where it's like oh i shouldn't I mean, like, artists, you know, artists support artists, right? But, like, there's some, like, art where it's, like, fuck, like, I don't know. I just get confused about it. Like, I'm sure it's maybe somebody else's taste or maybe it's, like, just a hyped-up thing around it. I mean, you just got to chalk it up to the game at this point because it's, like, some people are going to get it and, like, I mean, everyone's going to get theirs. You know what I'm saying? It's just a matter of time. But Mm -hmm. it's, like, fuck, like, there's, I don't know if you've heard of, like, um, they're like big in the nft scene yes the person who does like the abstract yeah. type of art dude look <laughs> just because the, i know the person's really big but like holy fuck like I, i'm just I, I just get confused like i understand it's a, like a certain type of art form but um it's just i don't know i just don't fuck with it i don't understand it either because it's it's mostly like what i call fan art like when people do like mac miller pieces mm-hmm. or like um like when it's on on canvas or like mm-hmm. like drawings and shit it's like bro we have that like we mm-hmm. already have that like why like, are you still doing that you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like the i i feel like for a lot of people whenever like they start like either bringing up new content i feel like these are like the easier pieces to yeah. do which i mean granted like i'm fucking i'm the person who does that too but um it's just like this um i don't know like i just think like those are pieces i originally i was like okay awesome like you do you but then it became this weird like nft thing yeah and that's where i'm like okay like yeah. i don't get it now. everyone blows up off a of kanye west piece or a fucking playboy cardi piece shit like that you know what or I'm like saying? a mac miller piece dude that's their go-to travis scott piece yeah i have a fucking couple on my computer right now bro like i'm not gonna <laughs> lie to myself but like fuck you know it's really easy to do and i think you know, I think maybe like once in a while, but when it's like every fucking piece, I think the only person who does it really well is, uh, is I remember there was this controversy with him where he took some smaller photographers, um, pictures where it was like a, a crib and uh-huh. he's all decked out in, in uh, blue and a bandana and he's throwing mm-hmm. up the sign and he put Chanel over it in mm-hmm. Chanel's font. And oh, okay. then he got the, the counterpart, which was the bloods. And it was uh, a red bandana all decked out in red, a red uh, backdrop, everything. And it said um, Balenciaga on it. I think Balenciaga. In yeah. Balenciaga's uh, logo, their typeface. 
and it blew up like 20k retweets like all this shit and it's just like bro what the fuck like i i have i'm very like polarized on that because like i really like the new pieces that he's doing now but also it's like i feel like it's been the same but i think everybody just likes it but i think originally when he started doing earlier posts like back then it was kind of like the meme of it like oh this person's angry at my art his shit like I, i remember he would draw like he would actually draw it was pretty cool and like he does collage work now i really like it was not scribbles but it was like very like detailed with like colors and stuff like that i really liked a couple of like the earlier pieces when he started doing them but i wish he continued that more but i think it was very easier for him to do the fucking copy scan stuff (laughs) every time i mean it's all right everyone gets their own you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. you can't i mean i'm not saying you can't hate on it but also it's like there's space for everyone Mm -hmm. um there's bread for everyone mm-hmm. so it's like like as long as you shit if i don't fuck with it i'm not gonna like, yeah acknowledge not acknowledge it but like interact mm-hmm. with it you know what i'm saying and it's like and i know like i know you're saying you're wanting to be like a collector i know there's like a um there's like a big conversation on like collectors on um on how it's very like it's i think there's not enough spaces for like either like chicano or like uh like mexican artists at all for them to like showcase their work unless it's like maybe one collector who does it mm-hmm. but i know there are probably like a couple collectors who actually do um but i wish we had more of that because i feel like the art scene in the sense where people are like collecting these um you know these x amount of pieces from like like mexican artists and then they don't give them like a larger cut Oh, for sure. Or sometimes they'll like overprice it and sell it to like another person after that you've you know you've sold like a good maybe like, let's say you sold a piece for five hundred, mm-hmm. and then the collector is like, okay, well I own this piece now. I mean I can either sell it or keep it, um, but and in some cases either like right down the line it'll be like, okay, well I'm gonna sell this for a million dollars, mm-hmm. you know. So, I uh, w- would you want to like either create a space for um, artists here? I mean, it's always like in the back of my mind to come back like wherever i go get my knowledge get my bread get my experience all this shit and come back and just like not serve but help out like the mm-hmm. the the impoverished places because bro there's so much creativity and like there's there's like little brown boys that just like their fate is like going to jail and not getting an education and shit mm-hmm. and like if there's a a program that can help them out of that and like bring them into the like creative industry like mm-hmm. she would be like way different bro mm-hmm. like art would be evolving like constantly and shit like that mm-hmm. and like that's only here like think about like the bigger cities with like an even bigger like impoverished area you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it's like ideally i would like to come back and help these like these communities uh, but also like art in general like there's not enough brown people mm-hmm. um it's very like inclined to like just serve the white white males you know what i'm Mm -hmm. saying so it's like and even in art history like we're taught through the canon and it's all like white art you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying so um just like america's history it's or even how like um where like a large portion of like the middle east like their art um whether it be like uh whether it be like pieces from 
like uh from like the pyramids and stuff like that you'll notice that like a lot of their noses are like chopped off because mm-hmm. like colonizers would steal these pieces and then be like okay we're gonna fuck them up yeah and we'll just like the part that identifies them as you know as their culture let's just like let's just break it yeah there's a bunch of work that that has gone missing like mm-hmm. it was just because it was destroyed by the nazis mm-hmm. um so they did all that and um now a huge like chunk of history is gone mm-hmm. and like even then when we're taught art history like we're not taught about mexican art um aside from fucking frida Kahlo, diego mm-hmm. rivera and like those like the, the general ones yeah the mexican revolution painters and um I forget their names, but there's like three major ones. And mm-hmm. anyways, we're not taught like everything else. Like Mexico has a big part in like art history. And it's just like, like, yeah, if you do your research, like you'll know. And like, if you read all these articles and all these books, but it's not taught like in the canon. In textbook. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like. It's very similar to like U.S. history textbooks yeah, exactly. where it's like very like whitewashed or they don't give you like the full story of yeah. uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I know there's like a big discussion for like there's like people who like dislike or like Frida Kahlo yeah. people are like oh she doesn't represent you know this community and stuff like that but you know I, I feel like you know she, she lived her time and she made her own her own work and I don't think anybody should really discredit that in a sense facts and like what people need to always consider is that an artist works as a reflection of themselves like it's it's not up to Frida Kahlo to represent that whole demographic it's mm-hmm. it's up to her to represent herself and that's it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so like i mean going back to like what you asked me earlier about vulgar work like that's just me you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and it's just like if people are rocking with it they rock with it and if not then i mean there's an audience for everyone you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it's just very much myself like it's very like what i like to do what i like to think what i like to like um just reflecting off what i indulge in so like the shit i read the shit i watch like mm-hmm. what i listen to and um I, just to go back to like collect i know we we're talking about like um like nft stuff earlier um i guess for that space um i noticed that like there was like a big boom and like people being like okay i'm gonna start my own crypto xyz you know um do you see that as either like a form of collecting or do you think it's something that can be wiped because i know for any like nfts since they're like on this base if on this like site so if this site whether to either like go away or just stop working then just all those people would just lose all of the pieces yeah bro those people are fucking getting scammed i think mm-hmm. like do you think the people doing the art are getting scammed or do you think the people following the trend are getting the scammed? people following the trend for sure because the people doing the art like most of the time it's very minimal work like you can tell bro like your work speaks for itself so it's like mm-hmm. um like i know your work like we were talking shit about like kanye work and all that shit but like i know that you put in work into your shit so it's like and it's graphic design mm-hmm. you're not doing it for a cop-out like you're mm-hmm. doing graphic design and like you fuck with SZA, you fuck with kendrick and like mm-hmm. so you do your edits because you fuck with it mm-hmm. and it's not a cop-out um but a lot of those nft artists like they like to do minimal shit and they like to just make the bread off of it mm-hmm. and they know that there's people that are like bro i don't know so if like, it's like pander to almost yeah where exactly. it's like um you know i'm gonna make it this way but i know that you guys like um i know you guys like drake yeah so you know let's <laughs> yeah. just put like a um an nft out there i i think that people do like a lot of like artwork that's very like simple and put it out as an nft 
I think not that they shouldn't, but it's kind of like why. Dude, I don't even know what the standard for a good NFT would be, honestly, because I've seen a lot of shit work. Have you seen like Beeble? Beeple? Didn't he? Wasn't he like under fire or some shit? I have, like, I have no idea. So he, uh, yes, I've heard of him, but he was doing like an NFT a day, well, a design a day, mm-hmm. and he dropped it as like a major NFT. Mm-hmm. Well, when George Floyd um, was murdered, he, um, like the the day after, so it's like you can see what days he created what work. So the day after or so, um, it was like it was just like some micro aggressive like post or like piece. piece yeah so it was like uh headstones with like uh, george floyd and like just like just really like deftoned like mm-hmm. activism i'd say mm-hmm. and then he did like i forgot the other shit he did but he did that and like mm-hmm. and like people were like yo what the fuck like mm-hmm. like fuck people and shit like that but i mean that's all i've heard about that but mm-hmm. i mean i guess is he the standard of good nfts like i i mean as far as like I mean, there's also, like, different types of, like, art forms, too. Because, I mean, there's, like, 3D art, Blender, and, you know, the uh, oil, acrylic, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I feel like in that sense, if you're making, like, a space for, like, a, that really does, a, like, either, like, 3D or, like, a, like video animations, um, I think that's probably, like, where you would benefit from. I think that, not that it's, like, the, the quota, but I think he set the bar really fucking high. Yeah. I think what was that piece that he sold for like 64 million it was like the highest in history or some bullshit i was like what the fuck how the that's insane bro but like the like all i think about when i think of nfts is like the 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 footprint that it's like Mm -hmm. creating you know what i'm saying and it's just Mm -hmm. like very very damaging especially in a world that we live in where it's deteriorating we're like on the brink almost we're like i'm pretty sure we're past the point of no return or some shit that's what they were saying yeah yeah, yeah. we're like i i think the scariest part about that is that i think us as humans we just like to consume shit like every day it like it makes no sense i mean it makes total sense we're human but you know i think we're like I don't know, man. I'm just fucking scared. I think I think people like our age are really scared about the future, and I'm sure other past generations have also, as far as like either like climate change and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but yeah, I feel like all these NFTs, whatever the fucks, Bitcoin, whatever, is. I think it's speeding up this process a lot more. Yeah, well, for sure, bro. But for but once again, it's still for monetary value. I'm, yeah. sh- I'm sure as an art community, we're like, oh, we're eating, but like also we're fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I've I've seen. Well, I follow a few people that just came up. They're buying Teslas off because of Ethereum, and like they're buying houses and shit like that. And it's mm-hmm. like dope, bro. Like you're living lavish and shit, but you're also like falling into like consumerism and shit like that. And bro, like I'm guilty of it too. Like I'm dropping shirts and shit like mm-hmm. that, like stickers, like. Mm-hmm. But also, it's like what like the the scale difference. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. Like, you bought a whole fucking Tesla, bro, off, like, what, digital, like... Dude, that shit blows my mind. And the fact that they can, like, use their crypto to buy fucking these vehicles, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they're using Bitcoin to buy Teslas now, right? mm -hmm. That's fucking insane. Yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like it's just this big bubble, but people are like, it's never gonna crash, never gonna crash. Bro, it's gonna crash. I think give it, like, another two, three years, I think it's gonna... That's it, a good time frame because that's usually how long 
those things last and mm-hmm. it's gonna crash and people are gonna be like well what the fuck like i just lost all this money mm-hmm. i don't even own this file like a literal mm-hmm. fucking jpeg it's like mm-hmm. well i know for like i think the i think the people are really gonna fuck it up or like people are gonna have like government regulations on all this shit would mm-hmm. just be like um the jake paul logan paul shit and also the rice gum fucking oh they started their own fucking uh coin or whatever yeah that's the right fuck. so did little yachty and like post malone and shit mm-hmm. like everyone's starting coins and yeah. little pump started one like the pump coin <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't know man i just feel like it, it's creating this like weird bubble and i know with them i think what they did was um they had like these tokens or these coins that they were selling and you know it's for x amount of ethereum so they would buy it they would gather all this money and then from all the money from their wallet, you can see them like pulling out their their coin, like a stock. Like, okay, the, it'll come in batches. So I think what they did was um, the developer for one of the coins had, um, had set up a system where you can only buy a certain amount of coins and sell them back within a 24-hour period. Mm-hmm. But they updated it so these scammers can like rip the money out of their hands. So they changed like the durations of the selling to just one second. So they were just fucking pumping all the money back. That's fucking insane. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just think it's like, I think, I think give it another six to months to a year. Once they build up that case. Yeah. All those, all those people are going to go to jail. Yes, bro. It's a fucking scam. (laughs) Like that's, that's fraud. That's fraudulent. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't know, bro. Like speaking of Logan Paul and Jake Paul, like, like they're, they're hustling bro they're making their money they're they're trolling like i said mm-hmm. like people come up from trolling I, I don't understand it though it's just so stupid but yeah those like when you put in that energy into the world it's gonna come back mm-hmm. it's gonna fucking come back and like those guys are fucking idiots bro mm-hmm. like for real as far as like in the valley i know the creative space has really changed within the past maybe like five years because i feel like for a lot of like the older spaces like yerb and what's the other one um thirsty monkey and like mm-hmm. all those other places i feel like they they were like the president of you know either like music or art shows um but i think now that the younger generation is coming up i think we're really bringing up a new, a new either a new style to it because at least when i started going to like those shows or whatever or like go visit mccallan it was always like this you know people when they're 26 27 yeah. and it's just an older crowd yeah. Um, but I think now I'm really enjoying that we're really bringing up a lot of the younger folk into the art space mm-hmm. and it's really easier for people to know who they are for sure um, they're still around like most of those like I guess pioneers um, like the DJs and shit like that they're mm-hmm. still around they're still doing their thing and like that's that's how that's how it goes for like creative people it's like some people grow up and some people continue mm-hmm. doing their shit you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and uh, most of the time those are the people that succeed in the field um and that's kind of where i see the the like the new young crowd going um if if they stay down here like this place is going to become a hub like a creative Mm -hmm. hub i think that's where i'm really like seeing a lot of that happen yeah because i feel like with i don't know man i feel like each time i see these events being made i feel like they're just getting fucking bigger if that makes sense yeah definitely there's a there's some people like with visual arts, um, I don't. I think that, like, the pandemic might have helped because everyone was home, mm-hmm. everyone was working. Like, you're kind of forced to work while you're at home. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are bedroom artists, so they were they were just like working and putting out and all this shit. 
and everyone was on social media bro like mm-hmm. so it's like well dude every fucking second of quarantine yeah. was yeah okay. like my phone is always in my hand like mm-hmm. shit like that so like during the pandemic i mean during quarantine it was like i, w- I wouldn't get off my fucking phone so mm-hmm. like i feel like that kind of facilitated it but also all the support that's coming from it like i feel like the the population is a little bit more loving because of like what we've all been through mm-hmm. like millions of people fucking dying because of the virus and shit like that um and it's very welcoming to like um especially if you're new it's it's very welcoming and like um i think that's what i really get from those shows um it's just like it it creates like a really open space for people to really be who they are yeah i feel like with I don't know. I feel like when I was younger going to these older shows, I was very, like, timid. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know who the fuck these people are. These yeah. people can probably be my fucking dad. I don't know. You know? Um, but I don't know, man. I feel I really like that these new spaces are really opening up, uh, you know, people to f- freely be who they are. Because I feel like other places, you know, you have to pull up this, you know, machismo. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm at the club. Or, you know, I'm at a show. Yeah. I have to act hard. I see what you mean, bro. Like, it's definitely way more like i wouldn't say people are allowed to be who they are because they've always been allowed to be who they are but people aren't judgmental at all it's like they they want to see crazy shit you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like they want to see people express themselves they want to see that's why i feel like people like my work down here it's like um like obviously because i'm local i'm from here and like people you don't you don't see that a lot you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and like that's a question i get a lot like in interviews or shit like that they're like why do you draw dicks all the time? Mm-hmm. Or like, why, why is, uh, why is this like that? Because people don't see it and people want to know. That's the curiosity I was talking about. Mm-hmm. It's like, people are curious as to why I want to put this down. And it, like, it all just comes down to like, mm-hmm. it, it's me. Like, that's what I like to see. That's what I like to do. That's what I like to be around. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. as far as like, would, would there be like a critique that you can <laughs> give yourself as far as like, whenever you start either, uh, either making like a new piece um like are are how critical are you whenever you're making pieces like do you put do you have like a large amount of work that's not put out or each thing that you make gets put out no i have a i have a lot of like sketches or like um almost complete pieces like it's a lot of incomplete work but mm-hmm. only because um i like to use it as reference so like there's a lot of work that i that i do work on doesn't look the way it was pictured mm-hmm. so i just rework it like on a different piece or shit like that um also i don't like sitting um i don't like coming back to a piece that's why i can't do commissions like mm-hmm. because you always have to come back and like fix shit and like i i believe that work should be raw like like the little imperfections like you can fix them up like as you're working but ultimately it should be a raw like I mean, a rendered piece, but it has to be, like, like that's where the emotion comes from. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it's, like, um, if I come back to it, I'm going to be, like, ah, let me fix this. Let me fix that. But if I'm sitting there, um, I don't even give myself a time limit. I just work mm-hmm. till completion. Um, I just I just finish. And, like, the way it looks, I, I fuck with it because it's, like, it's straight. Just, like, channeled energy, channeled emotion, all that shit. So, mm-hmm. um, is there, like... A- is there moments where you're doing pieces and, you know, I think you mentioned it previously where, you know, you get like these moments where, you know, you're not really into the art that you're doing right now or like you have moments where 
do, do you ever like critique yourself like in that sense where you're like like fuck i fucking hate my work i you know i'm sure every artist has gone through that where they look at their like discography or their their their, their pieces and they're like i don't like this anymore yeah for sure but i also see it as like a i guess a tool like if it's going to be on my instagram if i put it up on my instagram it's going to stay up because mm-hmm. when i fucking like when i level up um or when i just like do some different shit people are going to be like oh shit like okay now i see why he's been absent for so long he's been working mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's like it, it's there yeah to remind me that i need to like i need to like double down and, and like keep working keep like i can't stay comfortable because mm-hmm. if i do my shit's gonna look the same throughout so i i, I like to leave it there like as a critique i guess mm-hmm. um just to remind myself that i need to like keep getting better and keep doing different shit you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so um i wouldn't say i i hate looking at it but it's definitely a reminder to get better mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah i get you and for like um and like yeah i don't know man like i feel I feel like a lot of these, um, I feel like a lot of artists go through, you know, these like waves, mm-hmm. um, you know, where, you know, one month you're fucking making piece after piece after piece. Yeah. And then you just have a whole month of just like, I'm gonna be on the couch all day. Yeah. But, um, I feel like that's like a recharging period. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like that's the time to, to like watch some movies or mm-hmm. like, like go through magazines just as like, um, just to get like a mental, I guess, lookbook of like, shit you want to like reflect on or shit that you want to show like Mm -hmm. um that's definitely like what i call like inspiration days where i get to like um i get to be on my phone as long as i fucking want to watching whatever the fuck i want to watch because that's how i learn like Mm -hmm. the best so um that's like a recharging period yeah Mm -hmm. and would you like would you ever do other mediums uh besides art like have you ever ever wanted to go into like either like video or even like maybe even like music production either yeah music production i've always wanted to like learn but it's kind of intimidating only Mm -hmm. because there's already like a scene established here Mm -hmm. and also like i know what it is to like really like develop your craft and really like jump into it because you've seen people like act in person like really you can see them and like go fucking all out yeah like producing and shit yeah Mm -hmm. bro like my brother used to produce so like i've seen his process Mm -hmm. or like even just like the process of like recording or like uh sampling or like um like putting vocals in all that shit it's Mm -hmm. like it's like um it's not as easy as just being like oh i'm I'm gonna make a beat i'm gonna record it it's Mm -hmm. like just as like it's not as easy as Mm -hmm. being like oh i want to draw a picture now i'm an artist it's like nah bro like there's years behind it all you Dude, know what yeah I'm saying? I, I feel like with audio engineers i feel like their ears are very like they're different than our ears for they're sure trained for sure yeah I, like i don't i don't understand like i can like probably i could probably like get keys but i think the, the part where i get very like fucking confused on is like frequencies stuff like that yeah. that shit confuses the hell out of yeah, me there's a there's a whole like um there's theories behind it there's like there's things that you really need to understand and really devote your time to mm-hmm um that make it very like time consuming or like mm-hmm. you you really got to work like you really got to put in the work mm-hmm. so it, it'd be kind of hard for me to like jump into something else that isn't visual because um like there's principles and there there's like all these elements that you really need to know it's like the mm-hmm. elements of design mm-hmm. like once you understand that you make better work once you know the principles of design you make better work so um if i were to do anything else it would probably like 
be a transition into like 3D work, like not digital, but like physical. Like I made a toy recently and that shit was fucking fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to like make more things like that. Like just like, um, I wouldn't say novelty, but definitely like just like 3D pieces. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Off the, really off topic. Is there like three films that you go to? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I don't know if you've seen The House That Jack Built on hulu it's it's with uh so like dylan series or movie it's a movie okay so it's um it's based it's it's like loosely based on uh dante's inferno have you heard of that mm-hmm. okay so it's uh it's like a murderer uh, i mean a serial killer sorry and he, it, he like describes uh, i think it's like four or five random murders that he committed and it's just full of like symbolism and it eludes the bible like crazy mm-hmm. and like it's a very artistic film Mm -hmm. but it's very gory yeah would it go through like dante's inferno like i guess each person that he kills is it like each level of hell or uh no he literally goes through the circles of hell oh okay (laughs) so like um so like um the the murders that he commits it is like character development but also it's like it it sounds fucked up when like when you say it out loud but it's very profound like the way he speaks and shit and like it, it makes sense because he's like a guy with OCD, and mm-hmm. like it just makes sense what he's saying. Not that I condone murder or anything, but it's a very artistic piece. But mm-hmm. it's it's like creepy as fuck because he's a serial killer, and also like um, it's very gory and like. Well, I wouldn't say gory, but more like it's very realistic and like the the effects they're like practical effects, and it's just like it's it's a good movie, mm-hmm. but it's like it's very intense to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there any other two that you go to? Whether um, there be like something do, like do you like the animation craft or do you like more stuff that's like real uh i like both i i i fucking watch cartoons like i watch billy and mandy and like spongebob mm-hmm. like still mm-hmm. at my grown-ass age but i just appreciate i appreciate it because i grew up with it and like um it's just like a comfort like comfort shows and shit i like the mask jim carrey with oh jim shit carrey. yeah that one's fun it's like my favorite fucking movie mm-hmm. Um, a lot of my personality, like I see it in that. Like I would the watch mask. that movie all the time. <laughs> I remember, I, I remember watching uh, the Mask. I think the newer one, <laughs> the Son of the Mask. The Son of the Mask. I think so that it's... one was probably like. I probably like not that I liked it more. Of course, I liked the Jim Carrey one, but I think this one had like probably like more like three D animation to it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really liked how they made both of those. Like yeah. I don't think either of them was that bad. Really? Yeah. I didn't like Son of the Mask just because it was like I thought it was like goofy. It felt like yeah, fucking like sure, yeah. it felt like um, Cat in the Hat almost. But yeah, th- yeah. <laughs> it was definitely more for kids. But I feel like the mask was like it was for kids, but also like I don't know. There's like a it's just like kind of dark too. Because mm-hmm. it was more based on the comics, because it, it was a comic. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, yeah, it was just very, it's a very entertaining movie. And also, um, I got into, like, um, I wouldn't say it's, like, a go-to film, but I recently saw this movie, um, Lord's Chaos. Have you heard of that one? Mm-hmm. Lord's Chaos, it's, like, a, it's like a biopic for the band Mayhem. Have you heard of Mayhem? It's like a metal band from the 80s and they, mm. they the guy the main guy pretty much like invented um true norwegian black metal and it's just like it follows the band and like their crazy ass story which was based on true events and um i don't want to like spoil it or anything but it just like what i appreciate from it, it's it's also like a like a dark graphic film but mm-hmm. what i appreciated from it is like that they're artists 
that will do anything for the craft um and like they even like kill someone but like aside from that like it's just a very like captivating movie and it's just like damn like mm -hmm. it's it's graphic but like i said yeah it's like the artists um doing whatever for the art and like it's cool as a kid growing up because i think i think people our age have really like grown up with the internet um was there any other was there like whenever whenever you're growing up was there like sites that you would go to <laughs> yeah but i would play a lot of like uh cartoon network games and like nickelodeon games do you remember the one where they had like a 3d like a 3d world Oh, uh, Fusion Fall. Yo, that shit was tight, <laughs> dog. Yeah. The the only the only critique I have of that it would be like I don't know why they made Billy have this fucking huge ass nose. Cause he has a big nose. Well, yeah, but like as like a side mission character, I thought oh. I thought it was pretty cute. And I think the other critique was like I don't know why they made Dexter like this older man. Yeah. That that drove me the fuck he out. He was like a full grown man, right? Yeah. Like, he was just wearing Dexter's fit. Yeah. Yeah, that was a trip. And they were like robotic like mm -hmm. avatars or some shit. Yeah. That and I think trip. I think it did a lot of the like the artwork around like uh like uh like skin selling. Yeah. Or trait I forgot what the fuck it's called. I think it's like um like line not tracing but like um like a lot of the like geo I forgot what it's called. But yeah. So um other than that, was there like any other places that you used to fucking as a kid? I mean, at least for me, yeah. um, I used to, like, I guess whenever I was, like, six or seven, um, it was, like, introducing, like, the world of, like, fucking AIM and shit like that. I don't remember that. No? I, I don't think I've heard of that. What was it? it it's kind of like, uh, it's like a messaging service. So uh -huh. it's kind of like, it's kind of like Twitch where you have, like, like <laughs> this, like, large amount of, like, people talking. But I was just, at, or like, six or eight, I was just constantly going on these like web chats and, and just shit. talking to people yeah uh, there was actually there was this app um that my brother put me on like it was like a uh iphone app where i we didn't have phones back then it was a, an ipod touch and um it was called mm -hmm. chat lobby and it was pretty much the same shit where you just go on like a big ass chat room and there's just a bunch of random people talking and i was probably like that i think i think there's a new one called uh, clubhouse which is kind of similar to yeah. that, but I think it's, like, only people talking. Well, it was chatting, but I think Clubhouse is the, the one where people speak, right? Uh, yeah, where it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like Twitter Spaces. Twitter spaces. Yeah. I kind of like Twitter Spaces. Yeah, they're fun. I want to start, I kind of want to start one, like, every, like, Friday, but, like, I get kind of, like, fucking anxious. No, nah, you like, should, bro, it's fun. Like, I'll open one, and I'm like, like who the fuck's gonna come in? Because, <laughs> like, it tells everyone, like, oh, blah, 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 open up a space. Yeah. I, I think five... Okay, opened up like another one called like your best fart <laughs> right oh, was it you did yeah that shit was so funny <laughs> what i thought that shit was so funny i was like uh like fart contest like a uh, person with the biggest farts get like five bucks or yeah that's just so funny yeah um it's fun bro but like bef like when you start it you're probably alone in there for like five minutes before someone mm -hmm. joins and sometimes it's more of like a phone call, like a public phone call, because only one person joins. Like, um, like I just kind of imagine like a conference room, and yeah. like they fucking like label the <laughs> the lobby. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man. I mean, um, I think that should be everything I have here, man. I appreciate for coming over, um, and um, I mean, 
um, if you want to like plug your socials and stuff like that, like what do you have going on right now? Um, I just uh, have my shop open. I'm selling like uh, prints, stickers, um, some tees, and I have some t-shirts. How long are those open for? Um, I, I'm about to like, like after I leave, I'm gonna open up a pre-order for this shirt. Okay. I don't know if the camera can get it, but yeah, I can get it. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm opening up the pre-order for this. I just closed the the one for sweatshirts with the same design. Uh huh. Um, and then all my other shit is like inventory. So I have stickers, prints, and some t-shirts from like a show that I did, and it's just like mm-hmm. leftover stock. Um, but yeah, my socials. It's, Twitter, Instagram is just my name, Octoabe, O-C-T-O-A-B. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all I'm on, just those two. Dope. Oh, yeah, my site's my name.com, Octoabe.com. Dope. Yeah. All right, Octo. Um, thanks for coming over. Um, that's the podcast, me. guys, and uh, hopefully this will be up soon. Sure. Um, this is the first podcast, so bear with me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, I appreciate you for coming over. I'm glad we were able to talk and, um, you know, just talk art shit in general. But thank you. Thanks.